Welcome back to Sysadminist Trivia, the podcast where Jathan is very unclear about which of the cats he hates and which of the cats he loves. This is Brent. I'm remotely executing code. I'm a cat. <laughs> oh, I hate him. <laughs> also, the cat's being real cute. She's laying right on my foot right now. Look, uh, I'll send which, you a picture. Is that... No, don't, don't send us a picture. Don't. Please don't. Uh, you can just Snapchat that to me. That's fine. <sighs> I don't need... I turned my phone off for a reason, Jathan. Okay, yes, but this is important. So should Jathan. No, it can wait. There should be nothing necessary. else going on around you right yeah. now. The only yeah, thing there you should, should be focusing on should be is focusing. the podcast itself. You should be doing it for the fans, Jathan. The fans. What do you I think about your fans? Your only your fan, fan. Jathan, why are you thinking about the fans? I'm you always be thinking, thinking about, about some fans. I mean, he's actually my fan now. Uh, and not <laughs> yeah, yours. He's going over to the dark side. Shout out to A. Mayer and the Tech Stewart for being number one and number two fans. I'll let you guys wait. figure out which one's which. Wait, the Tech Stewart came over to your side now? No, he did. he's not. No, it was just uh, a... It was, no, nope. he honestly, nope. he absolutely. retracted it. No. Oh, wow. Okay. That's he, incorrect. He, he retracted That's incorrect. It. That's incorrect. Okay, if You're we wrong. were to do a Twitter poll, I'd win again. <laughs> If we were to do a Twitter poll right now, I would win, but we shouldn't because we're recording a podcast. Okay. Your mom would win, and she's Guys. got a lot of fans because she's pretty active in her community, Guys. if you know what I mean. My Can mom we... has a lot of fans, you're correct. Oh my gosh. Guys, stop. Okay. No, you stop. <laughs> tonight, tonight. Jathan, tonight, focus. Tonight, 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 we'll be talking Whoa. about how to secure basically consumer-level routers because you're, you're commonly going to see these in like small medium businesses and so that piece and of shit like comcast that. piece of shit that you got that you're administering that's what you're going to be we're talking about yup fuck those fucking comcast well shits. no Brent. Fuck sort em. of just fuck them just just so, no no just no, no. hear me out okay all right oh. go ahead go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay i think we're everybody be... needs to take about six steps back we, no, can't, we can't because mike uh, headphones will be able to hear us right exactly but no, we'll be talking about them in part, but that's not the parts where we do talk about them. We're going to be mm -hmm. talking about mm -hmm. how to make them not relevant to Correct. your network to topology, if you will. Does that make sense? Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. And now, okay. Uh, yeah. Correct. So, all right. So, yes. And that's it. That's all we're talking that's, about. That's tonight. it. So well, we'll, we'll have a good little, we'll have a short episode then. What, what did you just do? <laughs> what have you done? It's Hello, not my me name though. Is Payton, and That's not I me though. Bitch. I don't. When I say it, it doesn't have any effect. Uh, we'll see. You're the we'll one see. that it affects. You're, you're the know. one that has the curse. I know. So then, why are you? <laughs> but worried? I don't know if I'm. I don't know if it's contagious. I don't know if it's spread it's not to contagious. you too. It's not. Well, it remains to be seen. It's not. It's okay. not a. It's not a, a an air All transferable right. disease. There, so. <laughs> Okie dokie then. He's doing the sad old man thing. <sighs> okay. 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 Guys. Okay. All right. What are you drinking? Jathan, you go first. This is going to be a first for me on air, and I feel oh, especially shit. trashy, but mm -hmm. I have like a weird fantasy, happy... What? Nah, fantasy? I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to say. I have a weird... I don't think fantasy is it. <laughs> I don't think fantasy is it either. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, I have a thing that I like to do. What's the thing? Like a guilty pleasure, that's it. Oh, I was going to say a kink, but okay. Guilty pleasure. It could pleasure. be a kink, depending, depending. You fetish? like having vodka okay, shoved up your what is? Oh my gosh. What is your fetish, Jason? It's a guilty pleasure. When it's <laughs> really hot outside, it's been like 100 degrees here for a while. It's been hot Has it been in the like US, 100 yeah. or has it been actually 100? Has it been real it's been very close, 100 or has it been sometimes actually over, 100? Okay, uh, you know. Okay. Anyway, okay, I really like to drink Miller High Life when it's hot out. That's your guilty but, pleasure? But, but, yep, so I'm drinking the but, fucking champagne of beers, baby. <laughs> Miller High Life. Oh yeah, Isn't that the shit from Just, Laverne and Shirley that they aren't you the, the shit on? from somebody's asshole? No, that's uh, no, what that's the, um, what was the stuff from Laverne and Shirley? Peyton looks up, like I'm a real sure. life Mister Hank. Oh my god, shut the fuck up! It's like Hoffin Shots or something. Laverne and Shirley was not Poppin Shots. Hoffin Shots, I said. No, it was not. It's something like that. We'll what look are you guys it up. Talking about? We'll put it in the show fuck notes. You, it's I not like a big Miller deal. High Life. That's all that matters here. But I know it's not Miller High Life. All right, well I'm drinking it. Shots Brewery. Shots. 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 Okay. S H O T Z. Shots. That is not Got it. what we're talking about. You can go fuck yourself. How's that sound? Yep. 
Oh my gosh. I don't have to Payton. do that anymore. Yes, sir. Yes, what sir. are you okay. drinking? Yes. So I actually have Buckeye vodka. It's quite tasty. Uh-huh. It's handcrafted. Premium vodka distilled 10 times using the finest grain of purest water. And purest water. You've had Buckeye Dude. before on air. I, yeah. I have. Absolutely. I just wanted to read it to you guys. I feel Absolutely. like we deserve a sponsorship after that plug. Fucking A. Why I don't guess. we have a sponsor for Miller Lite then? Because you didn't go into lurid detail. Right, exactly. The fuck, dude? Should I talk about how it tastes when it goes through? Remind me to tell you how I feel about Miller Lite after the show. (laughs) Okay. Just tell us now. No. Fine. I'm drinking another Dirt Wolf, because I apparently have a couple that were hidden away that I didn't know about. Congratulations on finding free beer. Well, it's not free. I mean, I bought it at one point in time, I'm pretty sure, but... You thought you didn't have it, you found it, it's free. I don't think that's how that works. That's, that's exactly how that works. It's free no. beer. I mean, that's... No, I'm that's, right, you're wrong. I mean, no, that, I mean, that. that's like <laughs> thinking because you pay it with taxes, it's free. Holy you're shit. You're verging on socialism here. This is concerning. Payment. So this is the thing about Katie's cat. Yeah. Does it, it, it just gets the zoomies endlessly. So, like, it just fucking... Oh my god, did you just hear it? Can you hear it? Bro, It's no. fucking smashing every, into the blinds every in the fucking window. cat. That's no, every cat. this cat has, like, extreme... I'm very familiar Fuck with the you, zoomies. Fuck you, you're wrong. Sometimes I get the zoomies. This cat has, like, <laughs> extreme you, zoomies. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of zoomies. I had cats that had zoomies. How it is happens. this relevant to uh This is to welcome Payton's to tip. Pussy Administrivia. <laughs> Boo. Peyton. Yo. Give Jathan your tip. Well, it's kind of turgid right now, so I, I need to, like, <laughs> smack around a little bit. Turgid. You need to wait for it to settle down. Turgid. That's correct. Turgid means swollen, Jathan. Turgid means swollen. It's healthy. It's meaty. It's it's got a good it's, heft to it. Yeah, husky. I wouldn't say husky, uh, but it's hefty. It's got that smell, you know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about oh PDSH. Gosh. That's Papa Delta Sierra Hotel PDSH. It's a variant of the RSH command. Unlike RSH, which runs commands on a single remote host, it can run on multiple. Remote commands in parallel. I'd say it's closer to SSH than sure, RSH. Sure, 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 RSH sure. Has been, I'm using the yeah. linux.die.net description here okay. to uh, okay. to do it, so, you know, uh, I'm taking that for gospel. I'm going to write them an angry letter. You should. Because I am Fuck now an old man. Fuck those motherfuckers. I'm an old man now, so that's that's what I do. I expect a snail I don't even mail. write angry emails. I, I just write angry letters snail in the mail. mail letter. That's right. There you go. It uses a sliding window or fan out of threads to conserve resources and allows some connections to timeout in, in case. Or I, write, I can write an email to them and then print it out and then mail it to them. You should write the, the, write the letter that in seems... Word and then print it out and then <laughs> you should scan it into a PDF and then print that out and then <laughs> snapshot it with your phone, attach it to an email, and then send it to them. No, no, no. A boomer wouldn't, wouldn't know to snapshot it with their phone. We got to skip that part. Okay. That's fine. We got to write. Okay, sorry, keep going. That's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's okay. (laughs) All right, so if it receives a control C, it lists the status of current threads. A second one within one second will actually terminate the program. You can cancel by issuing a a control Z within one second of a control C for printing threads. So it has some modules. It has some various commands, et cetera. Uh, basically, if you do a PDSH dash capital R and an exec with an exec dash W foo, a range of numbers, SSH dash X, that will allow you to duplicate the SSH module to a number of hosts. It's a nice little program, and I think I'm probably going to take a look at this as something I can use in the future. And that's been my tip. It's not quite cool. so turgid anymore. It's actually kind of <laughs> kind of limp now. Flaccid? It's flaccid. A flaccid, flaccid. tip? It's, uh, you know... Yeah, so Jathan and I both have used PDSH a lot. Great. And it's very handy. If you can get your SEDs right, I mean, you can literally change your entire fleet in a matter of a couple seconds. It's fantastic. Literally. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, wow, we are, we're actually cruising along. I told we you. Might, we might actually have the type of episode that you, you said we would have. Mm-hmm. See, see, I, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta make sure. Mm-hmm. I, I was say. waiting for you to say, <laughs> do you think it's going to be a short episode, Brent? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, if I answer that yes or no, does that count? I don't I'm know. I'm unclear I, I on the know. specifics see, of the curse. That's the weird part about the curse is that if you say it's going to be a short episode, it's immediately like an hour and a half, no matter what happens. Yeah. If you agree that's going to be a short episode or disagree, do you are you then affecting the status of the episode? 
This yeah. Or do I actually have to say the phrase? You know what you should do is you should say yes, and that's it. And we'll see if it's a short episode. If it's if you okay. say yes and it's a short episode, then we know that you saying yes or no to it. Well, sort right. of has no effect on the length of the show. Right. Yeah. So listeners, Peyton just explained the situation. If you haven't, if you didn't know, if I say that a certain that it, an episode is going to be favorably <laughs> long, favorably, uh, well, I'm you, to avoid you, saying the word. Basically, uh, if, if going he to be says, if he agrees with me length, that an episode is going to be short, by yeah. just saying yes, not saying the words, mm-hmm. it should be short. Yeah, it should be. It should unless have no effect the, on the unless of the, the curse is more loosey goosey than that. Because then, well, we'll find out, won't we? Because, okay, so ask you know. ask me again so I can answer because we had a bunch of stuff in between. Do you think the episode is going to be short? Yes, I do. Boom, there it goes. Okay, it's official. Okay. We're at eleven minutes. If okay. suddenly you realize that the episode is an hour and a half, you can say "boo, rent." You're wrong. <laughs> we we actually <laughs> lost Jathan. We did, but we could keep talking for a moment while he uh, okay. comes back. And joins okay, us. I'm gonna I'm gonna ping him in IRC while we do this. So. A needle pulling thread? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that caught me totally off guard. Yeah, so <laughs> consumer routers, in case you're not aware of what I mean slash we mean by that phrase. The shit that you get from Verizon, Fios, no, Time Warner. No, not even no. that. We're talking like the stuff you get off the shelf at like Best, best, oh, best, best oh, Buy. Those so, are... No, Circuit City is the one that's gone. Circuit City's gone. So is yeah. What was the one? Fuck. What was that one called? Fries. No, Fries, well, Fries is still, is around. still around. Fries Micro yeah. Center is still around, but there was one. God, was it? It was not Circuit City. There was a place that was down the road from my Best Buy when I was in Texas, and it was oh, I don't it know was that. more of a consumerist store, but it was like a big box store. But they had mm. actual like PC parts you could buy. Couldn't help you. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. So, for instance, if you walk into a Best Buy and you're like, hi, I need to buy a router, they're going to show you a shelf full of these things that are what is commonly referred to as consumer routers or or end user routers. Things like the Belkins, the Linksys, the Asus routers. Well, the the Asus, what, the Asus Nighthawk? It's still a consumer router, yeah. Right. It's still a consumer. It's It's supposed to get highly. It's a pretty good one. It actually gets really good reviews, but. Right, but we're, I mean, that's not really relevant to what we're talking about. The hardware right, right, is great right, 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 right. for these things, for some of them. We are not endorsing or... TP-Link, especially, is something we're going to be probably mentioning. Right, but what I'm saying is we are not endorsing or... Right. Denying, or, uh, promoting, of, promoting or, or, or endorsing, yeah, yeah. or even decrying <laughs> some of these, these routers. We're just going to tell you... I'll decry some of their companies. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> down with that. But yeah, we're yeah. not we're not being paid to do this or anything like. No, that. No, we're not. We are not. As I any stated, sort of... I think I stated even this in like season zero. If we are ever paid to do something, we will tell you. We have not been paid to do any content yet. So right, right. We did get an email from a listener. We did fan. Can we say his wanted name? us to talk about this? Yeah, he did give us clearance to do that. It's Ari Hamami, I believe, is how it's pronounced. If I mispronounce that, I'm so sorry. Let me know and we'll put it in the errata or whatever. But yeah, he wanted to know about router security. And from what I gathered from his email, he was talking about specifically, you know, residential ISP and consumer routers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if the reason I think that is because it was right around the time that there was a. And, and here's here's where we'll get right into it, right? Uh, it was announced right. that there was a backdoor, or I think it was a backdoor, in TP-Link and a, one or two other brands, uh, because these are Chinese companies, right? Yeah, uh, and it, most and, of and them we're are. also most of them. Yeah, are. yeah, a lot of them are. Fun fact: Don't buy Chinese. Yeah, well, sometimes it's unavoidable, but we're going to talk about that. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So the majority of these user-centered network gear right yeah they've had some issues they've had very vulnerable firmware and a lot of people don't update their firmware they've had firmware that's intentionally written to be vulnerable as in the case of tp link like i said huawei is in the news <laughs> a lot recently as <laughs> did i pronounce that right huawei. i think i pronounced yeah, that yeah right. yeah yeah i, I yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just nobody they knows are, how to say they that they are so fucking vulnerable to everything 
Yeah, yeah. They're, Everything. If you have Huawei in your house, throw it away. And I don't mean the Huawei big news. in the house. <laughs> right. They're big in the news now because of the 5G stuff. They submitted a proposal. And they're, I think they're supposedly, so far, the ones to be picked to handle the specification of it. But that'd be a bad idea because, as oh, many have pointed oh out, boy. they're a Chinese company. Oh, boy. And that's it's a lot good. of issues. Yeah, a lot of issues that's with it. That's not good. So, what can we... Because we, you know, obviously we need some form of device like that for our house right the isp ones and this is really all i'm gonna say about this is they're shitty the isp provided bro wireless can i, can I tell points you are shitty can i yeah. tell you i had comcast for a while when we were in an apartment because that's all we had let's not talk about mm-hmm. the fucking monopoly of these fuckers and, and apartments and shit like that we had right. comcast or as forge would say cockmast we had their <laughs> right. shitty fucking comcast cable modem and mm-hmm. i cannot get a decent wireless signal 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. If that, I, uh, if 2. I rolled, 4 or 5G? It was, it was gigahertz. It was rather. only 2.4, I think. I'm okay. pretty sure. Which is weird because 2.4 gigahertz should, it has right. greater wall penetrating power, but That's, it probably just had low power. Right. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I tried many different steps. I tried putting it on top right. of things, you know, trying to spread it. It didn't work. If I put rolled rabbit over. Ears on it. Yeah. If I rolled over. No, I didn't put <laughs> rabbit ears on it. But if I rolled I over facing away from it. Like, in bed, and mm-hmm. I rolled over facing away from it, I lose signal, like, that fast. <laughs> okay. You know? It was, it was insane. So, yeah. you know, I mean, this is obviously anecdotal evidence. It doesn't, obviously, you know, they've gotten a little bit better, but still, you're, you're talking mm-hmm. about, and I just want to talk about this for just a minute, and then we can, we can mm-hmm. move on to the, the stuff you buy off the shelves. A lot of the time, you'll find that Comcast, Verizon, Time Warner, whoever you have, Cox, whoever you have, they'll actually re- restrict a lot of the features that are in these modems because they don't mm-hmm. want you to be able to do things like disable NAT. They don't want you to have it just be in bridge mode and serving an IP mm-hmm. address. You know, they want to control everything and monitor everything on your system. And, you know, I really, I think you, everyone needs to understand. Or kick the power down to right. upsell you on range extenders and stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, listen. The things they can do, and I, I don't think people, maybe you guys do. I mean, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm, I'm sure you're fairly technical, but a lot of things that happen or are going to happen with you when you have one of these is they are going to restart it for you in the middle of the night mm-hmm. or the middle of the day, whatever they, they don't care because they're managing it. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to push updates to it that potentially breaks things like your IP scheming, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so my opinion is that you should not use consumer or you should not use an ISP provided device in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. So for the sake of discussion, we're going to call those gateway devices because it's absolutely what they are. That works. They, pro- they provide routing. They provide a firewall. They provide DHCP. Typically, these things are, are what you see in gateway devices. Right. Correct. Because they're at the border of a certain endpoint. So gateway devices and the consumer devices that aren't meant to hook directly up to the ISP connection, we, we'll just call those routers because that's what everybody calls them, even though they do a little bit more than routing. But mm-hmm. for sake of discussion, just to differentiate. Right. Yeah. So back to the off the shelf stuff. Yeah. The hardware is great. It's getting better all the time, especially with 5G or 5 gigahertz. It is. It, it truly is. They actually. They I actually... really want to disagree with that right now. Well. Well, compared to enterprise stuff, it's not that great. Sure. But uh, listen, compared to where listen, it was three small, years ago and five years the ago. The small medium business stuff they're still giving out is still trash. So I just I just want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also depends a lot on the brand, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So that aside, if you do your homework, you know, you can, and you know a decent amount of hardware specs, like what RAM means and, and what Ethernet port speeds mean and stuff like that. Yeah, you can find a really good router. The problem is a lot of these issues are in the firmware, which is software, which is great because software is generally easy to fix. Mm-hmm. Problem is companies don't really bother fixing them. Well, of course not. So, thankfully, we've got a couple options here. The number one thing you can do is reflash it with OpenWRT. OpenWRT is an open source software. It's a firmware. It's fairly easy to flash. They have instructions for every model that they support. There's a forum. Which is a lot, by the yeah, way. There's it's a, lot. a lot. It's not we'll, a small we'll link list. To, we'll link to the table of supported hardware they have. It's huge. There's a good chance if your router is more than five years or more than a year old, it's on there. 
And probably and even newer than that. Sometimes, too. yeah, sometimes with newer. Exactly. If it's a really good model router, there's a higher demand, so they have more developers working on getting a firmware version that works for it. Yeah, exactly. But it lets you do stuff with your router that your vendor firmware would never allow you to do. You can have multiple access points. Well, multiple BSS IDs slash ESS IDs. Multiple wireless networks on the same device. We'll right. put it that way. Right. Which is really handy if your device has two radios because then you can actually run like a real wireless vlan it's super fantastic they'll let you do things like much more advanced firewalling you can ssh into them so you can control them through the command line which is really handy for automation and stuff like that you can install bandwidth monitors <laughs> and they have you know openwt has their own package repository and package manager a lot of stuff that you would be maybe looking for is already in there repositories they have squid nginx samba all sorts of crazy stuff that you know if you're familiar with linux would be very familiar to you now do keep in mind that they tend to build them smaller so mm -hmm. you may be missing some features than what you're expecting just because the, the amount of flash on these things is, is in the megabytes so they got to keep it a little bit small but you do have some options there if your device has like a usb device a USB port. Because then you can just hook up external storage and, and use that as the where the packages go, essentially. So you've got a lot of options there. Yeah, so if you haven't heard of OpenWRT, or there's another one, LEAD? LED? 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 L-E-D-E. That had been forked from OpenWRT, and it was preferred over OpenWRT for a while. They are now, as of January this year, I think, merged back into OpenWRT. So if you're familiar with that project... Just know that it is back into OpenWRT now, and they are doing a joint effort. So they've reconciled their differences. I wanted, I do want to jump back in, or jump back to just for a moment, the ISP provided hardware. Gateways. So often, the gateways, correct. So often with the gateways, sometimes they'll do it in a way where they'll, you know, have the modem or the ONT or whatever, depending on what type of line you have. And then they'll offer a second device at a router so to speak and mm -hmm. you can lease that through them don't do oh, it God, it's a listen, scam listen. it's an absolute scam they wanted to verizon wanted me to to rent a modem from them for ten dollars a month for no reason yeah, yeah you do I, that for a year and you've paid for a fucking router right exactly yeah. right but you have to you then have to keep paying yeah it, it's it's not like a lease to own thing though it's the problem right you keep paying it doesn't and ever stop even, right and when you cancel service with them and you hand in that modem. There have been many cases where Comcast would say, "You never, you never return this. Right. You owe us money." Comcast is notorious for that. Yeah, yeah, Notor and, like and thousands of dollars. They'll charge you thousands of dollars because you didn't return a piece of equipment. Now, granted, you don't have to pay it because you obviously handed it in, but they probably might take you to court over it. Yeah, um, right. So maybe they. Will. So it, it, it's it's it, it's happened. So just keep that in mind. And that's why if you have the option to lease versus buy your own hardware for that particular connection, mm -hmm. just buy your own. Just deny the lease and make sure you mm -hmm. get it in writing that you turned it down. If you've returned the hardware, make sure you get some form of written written acknowledgement from Comcast or whatever yeah. your ISP is. CYA. That means cover your ass. You should yes, know this by cover now. your ass. Absolutely. So that being said, sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes you have to use ISP hardware. Fios is a or fiber optic internet is a great example mm. of this. You need an ONT, and it's really hard to buy an ONT. It is. I so have you, I have a generally Fios provided sorry? ONT. I have a Verizon mm -hmm. provided ONT, which is fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably stuck with that, and that, you know it use it needs fiber optic terminals. Yeah. Stuff, I so. I don't I don't know that I could get rid of it. I think I'd have to. <laughs> I don't know that they would let me. I mean, you know, they, right, there has right. to be something on their end they can connect to for at least basic troubleshooting, you know. But sure. if I have any issues with my network, yeah. I mean, I, I handle it all myself. I'm sorry. I'm No, sorry. Sorry. So what do you do in these cases, right, where you, you have a device and it, it you need to use it, but you don't want to use their gateway or their router? Right. Most of these... So for an ONT, it's easy. You just plug it into whatever you flash is with open wrt or stuff you probably 
As Peyton know, I know Peyton had to because I was there. You might have to call your ISP and give them the MAC address <laughs> of your of your self provided gateway device. I haven't but had to do that since, and I've changed uh, equipment. They, they since probably then. just needed it for that one provisioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah. that one provisioning, they needed it. Since then, it hasn't been a big deal. Mm-hmm. And they've actually, I mean, honestly, they've actually been really good about me having my own equipment. You know, I, yeah. I never call them, and they don't say anything to me. But I have my own mm-hmm. equipment, and I don't affect you know, their network and all. So like, right. You know, they're fine right. with it. So exactly. I think as long as you're sensible in what you run and you're not running, you know, like torrents, torrents and shit, illegal like torrents, illegal torrents. Just, I think fine. you're going to be fine. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, they, I, they, I, they, if you can show them that, you know what you're talking about, right. they're usually like, oh, right, right, right. whatever. And a lot of the higher end ISP carriers, uh, ISP services, such as fiber optic, mm-hmm. they, you, you'll see that pattern. So, I mean, what do you do in these cases where you have to use some of their hardware and you have to use their gateway? Right. And this is specifically what Ari was asking about. So most of them, if they're fairly recent, I mean, we're talking like within the last 10 years. So very, very, a very long period of time here. They do have something called a bridge mode, but it tends to be buried in the settings. But if you turn that on, it will let you use their gateway device as the modem. Mm -hmm. And then it will pass all the information, all the Mm -hmm. traffic back and forth to your own gateway device. And that's what would handle your firewalling, your traffic, your NAT, your DHCP, your Mm -hmm. DNS, if you want, whatever. Mm -hmm. Real fast. uh, I I have actually, when I worked for Cordial doing VoIP, Mm -hmm. we actually had instance where Comcast would disable their bridge mode and turn back, turn NAT back on. So like people had to like keep, yeah, they had to keep fighting Comcast Mm -hmm. to, Stop disabling things so they could actually have like their VoIP system working correctly. You know, like, the good news is with Comcast though, you don't. You, all you need is a Doxis three modem, mm-hmm. and you can buy those right. for like thirty bucks now. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. For what it's worth, so, I have Comcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can buy your own, and if that's the case, they will not have the back door to re and or disable bridge mode. So that's that is a case where, unlike an ONT, it is much more consumer accessible to get your own. Mm-hmm actual doxis 3 cable modem is it doxis 4 now uh, i've been out possibly. of the cable game for a long so. time i've been out of the cable so. game forever so i don't really anyways really point care. is anyway. yeah point is there's always going to be a quote-unquote unlocked clean consumer version of that modem you'll still need a gateway device behind it obviously for switching and, and all that but yeah there, it, there is a way around that in comcast's instance so verizon the bridge mode would actually be on the gateway device so you can just remove the gateway device that they provide as long as you have mm-hmm. a gateway firmware that supports communicating with an ONT. And that's it. And they, they can't do anything about that at that point. You, I'm Granted, you don't need bridge mode because at that point you've totally removed their right. gateway device. Exactly. But yeah, so that is, things are trending more towards that. And it's very easy to enable bridge mode once you know where it is in that ISP provided firmware. Once you do that, however... You know, the world is your oyster, or your clam, I should say, for Jathan. Jathan, how many clams do you think are in the world? Hmm. Fourteen and a half. <laughs> I about the birth of half a clam. I fifteen. Okay, okay. We're not there yet, but I do want to... Oh, I wasted a good lead-in. Yep. Dang it. Okay, so the nice thing about this is you can now segregate your network from their network. Right. You know, you don't have to worry about some rogue employee, I don't know, randomly rebooting your modem or i mean yeah they could still do that but you're you're just gonna lose internet access it's not gonna take out your entire home network right exactly and if you've got stuff like a vm lab like i do that's immensely important because you can, i can still ssh into my vms and get work done that way mm-hmm. yeah so this gateway device once you've segregated it off bought your own hardware you can router firewall nat and dhcp are the main basics and you don't even need dhcp if your isp supports ipv6 Verizon 5 mm-hmm. still doesn't, and I'm still angry about it. But Comcast does. Yeah. I know. Comcast does dual stack. Verizon, you really need to step your game up. I've been, I've been begging for about 10 years now. Anyways, well, you can keep begging because it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. I, well, it's it's got to happen eventually. Just don't know when. Eventually. Yeah. So if you don't want to remove the ISP provided hardware, or if you can't. Right. And you don't want to set it in bridge mode because, to be fair, it's pretty hard to recover from that because the modem slash gateway device no longer has an IP you can 
connect to from your browser, you can always double NAT, which is when you have one NAT, one NAT network underneath a parent NAT network. Mm-hmm. But this gets super messy. Number one, I mean, if you want to port forward something, you have to now do it in two places. If you want to, or, you know, similarly allow, a, open a port in a firewall, you have to do it in two places. Debugging DHCP gets a lot more tiresome because, you know, I mean, granted, they should be on different ranges. So you should know at a glance of an address, which... Okay, but, like, this is any fucking dual-stack administration, like... This isn't dual-stack. This is double NAT. Oh, you're talking about double NAT. Double NAT. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you did you space out there for a couple seconds? Honestly, he was, yeah. He was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I heard snoring. I I thought but that is a thing if you have like, <laughs> complete non sequitur. Mm-hmm. If you have a Linode or another VPS or something that has a IPv4 and IPv6, don't forget to open ports on both your firewalls. That's a good point. This not PSA relevant to... brought to you by Jathan. Fuck off. Not relevant to anything we're talking about. But right. Yes. But good advice. Thing to keep in mind. Yeah. 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 So. Like I said, double netting is best to avoid it if you can. Because some things don't even work in double net. IPsec, It for breaks a lot. It really does. Yeah. It's, I, it's I think Ike V1. But I think Ike V1 and IPsec just totally breaks. Mm. Just doesn't work in, in double net. Period. So you're going to run into the cases like that a lot. And it's going to be immensely frustrating. So try and avoid that. If can, take the risk and... Go ahead and, and switch your ISP provided hardware to bridge mode or just replace it completely with your own hardware. And that's really all I have to say about this. Wow, it really was a that thing kind of episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot to add. I've never done the whole like DDWRT thing or open mm-hmm. WRT tomato. or any of those. I've Tomatoes never done tomato. Yeah. I, I, I would recommend I really want to build away a, from DDWRT. I really want to build a fucking router like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you talking like a full box router, like a 1U? No, I want something f- or small form factor. Well, yeah, okay. Well, like... But I want to... No, I mean from scratch, though. Like, I want it to run fucking Arch Linux. Okay, got it. But I do... I, it's not just that I want the experience. I'm also tired of fucking commercial routers being fucking trash. Like, my old Intel router lasted some... about a year. Mm-hmm. My new router is experiencing issues maybe about a year after I bought it. Like, why do they all fucking suck dick? Get yourself an Intel NUC. Uh, mm, yes, yes. If you send me a parts X86. list, I'll buy it tonight. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a single thing. All you no, I know is what the NUC RAM is. In a, yeah, in a yeah. solid state, No, we but... use the NUCs in our signage at work. Okay. But I mean, I don't know what I need on top of that. That can't oh, yeah, serve just... as just a, a wireless router by itself. No. So, oh, actually, that, that brings me to a, a good thing I did want to touch upon. So that, get yourself one with at least two Ethernet ports, preferably three, so you can have a DMZ. Okay, well, NUCs don't have three. They do. They really? can. Which yes, there are some absolutely. models out there. There are some that have yes. models. You got to look for it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm Googling if... Intel NUC 3 NIC. <laughs> I don't know if Intel has one. Uh, oh, they have, well, NUC they have one is like two. a. I really a thought. Brand that... I know. Yeah, okay. It's like Kleenex, okay? okay? Calm down. Okay. Well, that's why you confuse me because I'm very familiar with the brand name, like Intel NUC. Oh, for Pete's sake. Okay, anyways, my point being that in that form factor, you can find one with three ports. Yes. Yes, you can. And they're really very low power, but very capable device, mm-hmm. honestly. If you're looking to get into yeah. home labbing. You really only need an Atom. Right, exactly. To do it. Right. Well, so can an Atom handle a uh, gig? Gigabit? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. All right. I yeah, mean, unless listen. you're doing like a site-to-site, highly encrypted, like, IPsec tunnel. Sure. Or some kind of like weird fucking compression of traffic between local hosts or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Unless mm-hmm. you're actually processing that traffic, it's fine. The thing I wanted to mention in conjunction with this is Ubiquity. Mm. Oh my gosh. You guys, have you used any Ubiquity uh, yeah, hardware? Yes. No. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. I had, I had, it's enterprise level. Yeah, I had an Ubiquity. It's like, it's like prosumer, right? It's what? It's like prosumer no, level shit. it's actually... It's, it's enterprise. It's enterprise in the home. You can actually deploy it in an enterprise, but yeah. it's at a very consumer-friendly price point. Well... It's, it's, at the, look, it's at it's the higher, upper range. It's higher than an off-the-shelf. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so they, they have question. It, but yes. it's worth it. It really is. It's worth what? it. No, you finish your thought first. I, well, I was going to say, they have, specifically to tie in what you said about wireless, Yeah, they have WAPs. Right. Wireless access points. 
called the Unifies. Yes, that's that's why I've heard really good things about them. Yeah, I had Fantastic. I had one in my house, things. and they are they are really good. The, unfortunately, the one I had great was, range. The one yeah. I had was not gig; it was only hundred meg, so it wasn't. Oh yeah, quite able to keep up with the demands of my house. I don't I have, think you can even get those anymore. You can't. Yeah, the I mean, hundred meg ones. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, right, anyway, but, yeah. anyway. No, no. My question is like, if I wanted, like, I'm a competent, mostly a little bit competent sysadmin. Uh huh. I want to build a new router, you know, mm-hmm. I want to buy all the parts on Amazon today and do it next weekend. How much money do I spend? Or, mm. or not how much do I spend, but how much will I have to spend to get like well, a decent setup that I would be happy with well, the, as like a, an IT professional. The right? ubiquity so are a lot actually of... fairly inexpensive for a small number. Uh, if you go the smaller number of ports, I don't think you need a lot of ports personally in your home, do you? you you're looking more for like a router. So, and well, then well, that's a question. AP, that's my right? first question, Jason. How many... How many Ethernet drops do you have? What range coverage do you need for wireless? And what speeds do you want for those? Well, my apartment is 915 square feet. Uh-huh. I pay for 100 megs down and like 35 up. Okay, so you would want your home network to match that. Right, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, I have some rack mount hardware that would be nice to have a faster internal network, but not a requirement. Okay. But I mean, are we talking a thousand bucks? Well, no. You could probably do it for around 500, 600 with Man, one gig. Man, that's still a lot, though. For a gig? For a gigabit? And we're talking coverage over your entire apartment with no dead spots, no low spots. You know, perfect coverage. But why is that better than going out and buying a fucking Nighthawk for 150 bucks? Because that's it's snake oil at that point. Snake right. oil. Compar- right. Look, <laughs> compared to... Look, no, no, no. Listen Seriously. to me, all right? Mm-hmm. Consumer shit compared to uh, you know, compared to ubiquity stuff. There's no comparison at all. Does it last? Yeah, it lasts. I have WAPs that I've had for six, six years, and they're chugging fine. You talking about ubiquity? Yeah, they, they're really good, man. Yeah. they really are. They're really, really good. You can buy used ones that still totally, fine that are yeah. I don't know, seven years, eight years. They're totally worth. And we are not sponsored by ubiquity. So. Not, well, yeah, we, we not yet. We'd like to be. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be. That'd Heads be up, if you work for uh, Ubiquity, Jathan at SysAdministrivia.com, hit me up. We will suck <laughs> your <laughs> dick. Sponsorship fucking goo. No. What? <laughs> Excuse you. That is not the email for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> email Peyton at SysAdministrivia if you want that deal, but what? Uh, Why? email Jathan no. at if you. That's for all of <laughs> us. You're the one that said it. That's info. You said it. That's info at, buddy. No, that's not info at. That goes to all of us. I don't want that. Y'all got okay, any more anyways, than guys. ubiquity APs? You, right. What the fuck? But the nice thing is... <laughs> There's so a these reason APs, people don't take us seriously. Jason, here. Just hear, hear me out, all right? So this is why, right? So these Unify APs, yeah. they can run fine on their own. They can run fine with other APs. Other sure. I mean, I would need one whole great. fucking Hold access on, point for my apartment. They... Well, you're going to want more. Trust me. So they can run fine with, in conjunction with other Unify APs. They can run, you know, just fine with other non-Unify APs. But you can run software or get a dedicated appliance, hardware appliance that they have that you can control all of them centrally with. Yeah. You can either do that in software or whatever. If you've got a VM running a, a that's always on, run it there, fine, whatever. That is where the real power comes from. You can't fucking do that with a Nighthawk. Right. You can't do that with consumer... Right shit sure okay i'll give you that i don't okay. know man it just seems and like when it's you so... have more than one even if you have just one it's still worth it it seems like it's a lot of fucking money no it's not so the ap's themselves well let's break this down why is it 600 bucks right so sure. you've got the unify ap's they don't have any ethernet out because they're meant to be bounded on the ceiling right right they look very fancy they look kind of like lights yeah no i know they're what they look little like. ufo oh, okay. lots of restaurants and shit have them you see I've them seen in the more wild. In hospitals, but I've seen them in the wild. Yeah, I start to see them more and more for good reason. So, anyway, so they those APs are about one hundred to two hundred dollars, okay, depending on how fast you want it, what frequency, whatever. Right, they're about one hundred to two hundred each. You can get them cheaper if they're used, obviously, but one hundred to two hundred each. Okay, you're gonna want at least two. Why with, two? With an apartment, well, with an apartment that size, if you want two, if you want five gigahertz. It it sucks at going through walls. It has no it's wall. Very small apartment. I have a single router that works completely fine everywhere. The living room, which is where it's plugged in, is in the middle of the apartment. Okay, I'm saying it could be better. But okay. also the okay. reason I say that. Well, hold on. Also the reason I say that. But I could add one later, so I could start with one. 
Right. You can start with you can, one. You can always add more. Right. Yes. You can yes. always start with yeah. But in order to do that, you're going to want to switch. And these right. things can do power over Ethernet. They can. So you're going to want a power you over Ethernet switch. You have to be careful, though, switch. because some require Ubiquiti's proprietary power over The Ethernet older one. And, yeah, right, exactly. And No, no, you can use any PoE injector, I think. No, the, it's, one, it's, the, one AP, the AP that I had required Ubiquiti's particular PoE for the power itself. Like, if I couldn't put a 48... To plug in an AC adapter, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Well, that's, I mean, that's what a PoE injector does. But You, you know I, what I'm saying. The though. one I had came with one, and it was pretty standard. Same. It was just a standard. Same, same. Same thing. Yeah. But it wasn't 48 um, volts or watts or whatever it is. I don't know. I would imagine it'd be 12. But no, it was not. Interesting. Okay. Digress. Anyways, so you're going to want a PoE switch. Okay. Just because it's it's easier. You don't need to worry. You only need mm-hmm. to have one cable. Yeah, I would need like a four-port switch. A four-port PoE switch. That's about 150 to 200. Uh-huh. But okay. you're... Although, honestly... But you're getting, you know, a PoE switch. Okay. Um, is, are you talking about so, a managed one or are you talking about... No, you don't need a managed switch for this. You don't, but it is immensely handy. But yeah, sure. no, I get. You it. don't need one. Okay, it's, whatever. It's handy. To, it's handy to be able to mirror ports, but you don't need one. That price I gave is for a regular four port PoE mm-hmm. switch. Okay, yeah, about one hundred fifty bucks. Okay, on from that, you need a device to actually serve as the gateway, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, which without that's even where we're factoring about a in, NUC. F- right. So without even considering the NUC. What are we at to now in terms of price? Lowball it. The lowest numbers I said. 200. Okay. Or maybe 250. 250. Depending on the, yeah, the access point, sure. Okay, so this is the lowest price we're talking about. Right, 250. How much are NUX? Or not NUX, that, that form factor. I don't, three ports, I don't actually know. Two ports. Uh, let's just say 300 bucks. Okay. I don't know. What price are we at? Five, 500. 550. What did I say? You said 500, 600. Yes. No, I, I'm not to... doubting you. Okay. I'm just okay. saying... What... So that's why it's so expensive. Because if you want to do it right, it costs money. Right. If you want to use cheap shit, it's not, but you're going to have a terrible network. Right, exactly. See, I haven't had that experience. I haven't had a terrible network. What I have had is just fucking devices that don't last. Okay. Well, Which that would constitute well, as a terrible network. There are right. things about unreliable. that that are definitely terrible. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, that's okay. fine. It's still unreliable, and that's that's my point. Yeah, these things are rock solid. Okay, so rock solid. That's rock. but the NUC, like how how maintainable mm-hmm. is the NUC? You shell into it. What do you mean how maintainable? No, I mean is like it? a piece of hardware fails. How long will you be able to keep buying hardware that will support that NUC? I mean that form factor is going to be around for a long, long time. Agree. Right. Agree. Absolutely. Well, if I you're think... that concerned about it, you can keep a so spare. Here's what I you can think. even have a hot spare connected. I... Con- configured the same way, just with all the services turned off, and just run a nightly sync. And if your one dies, just pop the other one in. Done. So here's the thing oh. that I think we should yes. do. Headshot. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. I should pursue this as a thing I'm going to do. Okay. And I think that we should document the process in the context of the podcast. Okay. So we should document my specific parts list, which I would welcome both of your feedbacks on. Okay. okay. And then I will document the actual install procedure that I follow personally. Do it. Okay. Full disclosure, if I do this, I'm using Arch Linux. Fuck you if you don't like that. That's what I had on, on my router. Arch. Had? Had, yeah, I'm not. I had to take my VM lib down currently, so I'm at a, a crippled network. Yes. It'll be back soon, but. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm personally using PFSense here because it's just. A little bit easier to manage, especially for certain devices. But yeah, I mean, I had an Arch router for the longest time. and It's hard to do that over SSH. Right. It's a little bit more clumsy. Right. It's easier to do over a web GUI. But I don't like the clicky-clicky. I just so. want to set it up, and I don't want to fucking think about it. Well, right, but you, With the you exception set it up of like, once, you know, and then adding it's... clients to, you know, a MAC address list or whatever, but... Or firewall rules, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Right, yeah, and that's, well, that's the thing, like, no matter which one you go, chances are, once you set it up, you're only going to need, like, two-minute changes. It's just a matter of, are you more comfortable with a web GUI, or are you more comfortable with clicking, no, or, I, or typing? No, I'd, I'd rather type. I okay. have to tell if you. If I can do it while I'm at work. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, I did enjoy having my, you know, my Arch router. I mean, being able to right. SSH from wherever, and, you know, reboot, or what have you, was fantastic. So, realistically, I mean, I think, you know, you should be aware that, Ease of use, especially remote ease of use, is a good thing to have, but you need to make sure you're secure. That's really the only, yep. you know. Well, I mean, that's true of everything. Yeah, sure. For sure. Sure, sure, sure. So, Jathan, I'm going to add an addendum to that. 
Okay. If we do this. Yes. If you take our suggestions, if you're open to our suggestions, if you go with something other than our suggestions, I want you to provide a justification for why you made that decision. Sure. Well, I have another question, actually. Could you make it cheaper if you don't use something that's as small form factor as a NUC? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm open to like something that's like tower sized. Tower size, yeah, you can get what like a like a two hundred box, two hundred dollar box. Get like a ten dollar nick, put it in there. Oh yeah, see, I would be totally for that. I have room for that. Okay, yeah, I just don't want something. No, it's going to use more power. Yeah, that's because fine. It's, it's minimally larger. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it's a larger form factor, and it, it you know it will use a little bit more power because it needs more cooling. Most nuts are solid state completely, so they don't need any cooling. You know, whatever. But as long as you're okay with that, yeah, I mean, why not? Sure. Okay. All right. There's no particular reason it has to be a NUC. It just has to have at least two to three Ethernet ports at a minimum. So let's see if we can put this together between now and... I would really love to work on it next weekend, of course. But uh, if we could put together a parts list like tonight or tomorrow Uh and get it all ordered, and we can do $500-ish. In total. I'll document it. We'll publish a guide. Okay. I might even put in some video of me being pissed off because I'm sure that happens. (laughs) Now, do you want one gig or 10 gig? One gig. Ten gigs can be too expensive for him right now. Depends. Depends on where you get your cables. Depends on if you want to crimp your own cables. No, no. I would say let's plan for one gig uh-huh. network Okay. with future upgrade to ten gig possible. Well, I mean... That's always going to be the case. You would need to do... Yeah, yeah change the NIC out. Right. And a new switch, potentially. And a new switch. I'm new fine cables, with that yeah. because here's the thing. It's like in my apartment, no, I'm not going to run a ten gig network. If I bought a house, I, know. I probably would. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean... Fiber might be the in-house standard by then, but who knows? Yeah, true. Because it's it's moving along. It okay, is moving. So along. yeah, we can we can do that, and Jason will uh, will report back with his. And if anybody feels sad because I'm spending five hundred dollars, you should. <laughs> Why if would you would like to donate it? to our podcast, oh, don't do this. <laughs> you should stupid. do that. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think I have a way to, for them to donate anymore, I don't think. Wow, never mind. We're donation buttless list, but, but buttonless. <laughs> Are you going to start a Patreon, help oh, Jathan oh my God. build his own network? Can we start a help Jathan build his router GoFundMe? <laughs> Why GoFundMe? Whatever, Patreon GoFundMe. Because GoFundMe, that's where all the sad people go. <laughs> okay. Are like, you, I lost my sad? leg. I need a new one. Go find me. I need me. a new one. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so Peyton, if your legs were clams, and I gave you thirteen more of Why them, you... how many clams would you have? I would have fifteen. How does Payton. that work? How do you walk? Did I on say Peyton? I meant Jathan. Yeah, you said me. You Why did. did. You say me. I did. <laughs> I don't. Dang it. Okay. Oh man. Peyton, All right. You fucking Sorry. Clammy leg, motherfucker. Jathan, <laughs> since you lost a leg, if legs were clams, that I gave you fourteen legs. How many clams would you have? I, I don't know. I might, I'm not sure if I should eat them or use them as legs. <laughs> it's confusing times. You could have clams in addition to It's 2019, the man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Why don't you just, yeah. My 15 clams this week is kind of interactive in a sense. Oh, boy. So I kind of have to be vague about this intentionally right now, so you have to bear with me a little bit. Uh-huh. I spent some time on the telephone today. <laughs> The tele, okay. The, you know, the tele. The tele. That's not what the tele is. Tele is the television. Keep going. Hi, the tele. Okay, anyway, Mm -hmm. I was on the phone with a vendor support person doing some stuff and things, and I kind of started thinking, like, what if- Oh, a vendor? I thought you said bender, and I was like, like from Futurama, or (laughs) are you falling off the wagon, or what? After today, I'm going to be on a bender, though, myself. Okay. So what I started thinking about kind of was if I were working at that company, like these Mm -hmm. people that I was talking to, they're engineers probably by title, but are they really engineers by like job function and description? And I don't know the answer. By role. Right, right, right. And so I started thinking like, how far have I gone outside of my role before to get something to work for my role, I guess? Do you mean like what's the weirdest... Well, like how department you've spoken to? How far have you gone to like debug something that to, as a systems administrator? Oh, right. That's that's like an interesting question, and I think for me the answer is probably like I have definitely was it what I saw modified source code. Was what you it saw what today? I saw you sent me today. Yeah, that that might be <laughs> like the new level. 
Yes. The new thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you can talk specifically about I what you did. I can but... just tell you that I'm not a programmer by any stretch. <laughs> I'm fairly proficient in Python. I'm okay at Golang. I'm really bad at C++ at this point. Yes, you but are. I was, I was looking at some very interesting stack traces today and mm-hmm. running like debuggers and all kinds of shit trying to find where a thread or process was getting hung. And I just was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is absolutely not my fucking thing. Oh, I was I wasn't going to mention on what I was just going to mention that you were running a debugger. Yeah, no, that's fine. But so my question is, you know, like, yes, I know, you know, Brent, you've gone and you've read RFCs before to get. Oh, that's nothing. Right. That's not. My but like, what is the craziest thing you've done to like implement a protocol or a product or a service or something like how far have you gone? Decrypting TCP dump captures. You think that's the furthest? I think I that's think so. kind of standard. <laughs> well, no, because if, for like HTTPS stuff, you have to export the yeah. session key, and then you have to pull it up on Wireshark, and then you have to apply the session key to yeah, that is the traffic. A massive, it's a pain in the butt. Massive pain in the balls. Like, But I don't even consider that that weird. Like, I don't think I have a weird thing, because I, I look at packet captures a lot. Okay, so, so let me ask you this. Do you think it's a yep. sysadmin's job to be modifying the source of a program and building a version of it? custom to your environment that's typically what would be done that's i mean that's why we have open source today yeah because that's of like a GPL bug or clean. would you just file a bug report and say like we, we can't use this right now or we now have to use... people would probably just file a bug report and move on right but there was a point in time where you had no choice but to modify the code yourself because i've also modified the source specifically i was trying to get this one i can be a little bit more specific about mm-hmm I was specifically trying to get something called Jupyter Hub running on our compute cluster. So mm-hmm. do you know what Jupyter Notebooks are? Yeah. All right. So Jupyter Notebooks, for people who don't know, are basically like an interactive Python notebook where you can run Python commands and get the output and stuff. And it's all kind of kept in line and you can take notes and put Markdown in. It's very heavily used in like scientific computing because it's very mm-hmm. easy to like show a workflow and include figures and outputs and all that shit and demonstrate what Data you're doing. Data analytics, that kind of stuff, yeah. So there's this sort of extension on Jupyter Notebooks called Jupyter Hub, and Jupyter Hub allows you to spawn notebooks on remote resources or in different ways with different amounts of resources or whatever. So in our particular case, we wanted to get Jupyter Hub running on our compute cluster. So you could basically spawn a notebook from this like visualization node, and you know you'd be interacting with it there, but it would actually be running on a remote resource, like a compute node in our compute cluster. So you could get a Jupyter Notebook that had like 64 cores and 500 gigs of RAM, which is like kind of cool. So you can demonstrate like multi-threading and all that stuff in your notebook. Right. In particular, though, the spawner that was responsible for this, they call them spawners, right? So you have like a local Mm -hmm. spawner that just launches multiple notebook instances on your local machine. Ours is called the Slurm spawner. Slurm is our scheduler that we use for the compute cluster. I think I've mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. The Slurm spawner itself was not exactly working i don't remember why at this point this was like three years ago but i Mm -hmm. remember i had to basically rewrite a big portion of the spawner like probably close to 100 lines of python Mm -hmm. and then build my own version of this pip package and install it and then you know it's still working to this day but why did you have to build the pip package well that's just how i installed it on all because the version why don't you just put in user lib python yeah why don't you use python well, because we don't use user lib Python, we use custom versions compiled in opt. Ew. Yes, I know. All right. Yeah. yeah. So in any case, like that's another example of like me going, what I would say is kind of above and beyond for like a sysadmin role to get something working for my customers, my people, my researchers, whatever. But like, you know, everybody has kind of a different limit where they're like, you know, I'm going to find a different solution or whatever. So, like, I guess I'm curious where your line is or just how far you've gone. Like, where my limit is? Yeah, like, when have you just finally been like, okay, we're not using this anymore. I don't feel like rewriting this 100 lines of Python. We're using a different solution altogether. Oh, man. So that's a totally different question, though. Like, where Kind of, but is. it's along the same lines. Monitoring. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Monitoring, monitoring all sucks like, I'm, dick. Yeah. Monitoring There's no like, good monitoring, so you just shouldn't shit. do it. Yeah, well... I don't agree with that, but... Well, you don't know much. <laughs> Trust me when I tell no, you I'm you a doctor. No, you should still do... My point is you should still do monitoring, but unless you have the staff size and the time to essentially monitor the health of your monitoring... Yeah, which is like a real problem. You shouldn't do it yourselves. You should maybe outsource that. Yeah. That's my point. Mm-hmm. You should still do monitoring, Javon. 
Nah, I gave up on that. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. I wouldn't know if my router worked. Well, that's... It's, I'm either on the like internet a, or I'm not. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> what the fuck? I either know or I'm not. Well, what the hell? Right. Sysadmin of the year. Jonathan no, Amazing. I, no, God, I don't, I don't know about think that. so. I, no. Maybe no. of the minute. <laughs> not even. Okay. Nanosecond. You know what I would do with because my, my 14 imply... extra clams? You what? You know what I would do with my 14 extra what, clams? What would you do? No, you don't have any extra clams. Yes, I do. I would no. chuck them and I would make little daggers to throw at Payton. No, you're using... <laughs> I'm a clam you have, shucker. You would have 13 clams. <laughs> okay, it doesn't you matter. you would have to use one... I gave you 14, and you would have to use one to replace your missing leg. I have extra clams, is the point. You have 13 extra clams. There yeah, are clams that are extra. Okay, you would shuck them. Yes, and then I would make shanks. Ma- I- I'm you're sorry, getting shanked what? by a shucked clam, Hayden. <laughs> oh, yeah? I don't I don't think... Why? Sh- I, with, a shucked shuck clam clams, shank. Or do you... Why are only you, shuck we've voices. already talked about this. You yeah. shuck How clams. much clams could a, okay. could, could a clam shuck a clam could shuck clam? How much shuck could a clam shuck chuck if a clam shuck could shuck clam? How drunk are you? I'm not that drunk. I just, did I you guys too. hear the train? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. All right. That's all I have unless Peyton wants to weigh in on his sort of uh, experiences and limits. Like Your what? most your most WTF moment. With what? What the fuck? Like Were a, you listening? It's like a Reddit thread. It No, Peyton, like... A moment in your sysadmin slash operations career where you did something where you just kind of had an existential crisis and you were like, I can't believe I'm doing it. Why am I doing this? You know, nothing really pops up to mind. Or alternatively, a moment where you said, fuck this, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to outsource it or we're just going to use a different product or whatever. Well, have you given yours yet? Because I'd like to think about this for a second. Crap. I gave mine for both. All right. I can't. I can't think of. It. What were you doing? We were talking about this for like the last ten. Minutes. I thought it was him doing his thing, and so I just kind of zoned him out. I was that. doing my thing, but I said it was interactive at the very beginning. I, I yeah. didn't listen to that. I'm sorry. To his credit, he did. All right. First time I've been right in a so, long time. So <laughs> let's see now. Let me think about this for a second. We can cut out some of the dead air here. I want to say that Wiki has a good twelve-step article on how to shuck a clam. Oh my gosh, Jason. You know, nothing's coming to mind right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing's coming to mind right now. I've got one for you. Okay. You're sitting here in a podcast about systems administration and engineering. Uh-huh. And you're learning that there are 12 methods of shucking a clam from j No, it's not 12 methods. It's 12 steps, bitch. 12 steps. That's different. Okay. There's one way to you... shuck a clam. It's the way I shuck clam. How many, how I'm many a clam shucker? I think there's more than clams? one way to shuck a clam. No, there's one. It doesn't say how to shuck clams multiple ways. It says how to shuck clams 12 just steps. Cause, just because Wiki Preparing your clams. Just, you know what? No, no, no. My next Don't... 15 clams is going to be how to shuck them. Okay, fine. But just because WikiHow With a demo. Can we put a video method, in the show notes? If you put it on YouTube, because I don't want to host so, that shit. So, oh, that's fine. I'm shucking clams for the next fucking 15 fine. clams. What? But my one point is, Jathan... I'm wearing a chef's hat. One, one more okay, time. But, There's an fine. In, what or the duck mask. do I have where both. I... We're both. Huh? He's going to wear a duck mask and a chef's hat when he shucks clams. Great. What's the question again? I'm. <laughs> I, I, what was seems like what this was the moment where you lost hope in your career? Oh, when did you? When did your career start making you drink? When did you? I, okay, all right. I've got, like I've, that. So I'm I'm at I'm at a funeral home for an MSP I worked for. I'm at a funeral home. Uh huh. Why? I'm, well, that's they were a, he died. Jesus Christ! They're a client. <laughs> they were a client, and I was replacing a computer for. One of the head ladies, okay? And so uh-huh. everyone knew her password because oh, that's how they operated. So I, I was like, this is not okay, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll grid you. That's fine. And so I'm, I'm there, and I'm transferring data from her old computer to her new one. And all of a sudden, it stops. And I'm in, I'm in another room because I was putting the old one for someone else. And so I had – I was transferring over the net. I Don't ask me why I was doing that. Whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm transferring the net, and all of a sudden it stops. I walk over to where her computer is, and it stopped, and she's working on it. And I said, excuse me, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I need to work, and I stopped your command. And I said, you can't do that. I'm in the middle of transferring your, your stuff over. Please don't do that again. You need to, like, go do something else for a while. And so I restarted it again. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, it fucking stops again. And finally I was like, I walk over and I say, I need you to understand that I'm doing something for you. I understand it's taking a long time. I apologize. But if you don't stop stopping it, it's going to take forever and you're not going to get anything done ever. 
please do something else. And she's like, ah, fine, whatever. So then I finally finished and I come back and I'm, sta I'm standing in front of her computer for her. And I say, here you go, here it is. And she goes, and I upgraded her screen, like everything. Like she got all upgrades. It was a nice computer for, you know, for them, whatever. And she looks and she goes, well, that's too, that's too big. I, I, I can't, the text is too small. I can't deal with this. It should look exactly like my old one. And I said, okay. And I adjusted the resolution to exactly like the old one. She goes, there, perfect. And I said, fuck. And that's when I started drinking. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Oh. I should have just shot clams. All right. <laughs> shot clams, bitch. He will be. That's, that's All right, where's your clam shot? Oh, no, so... Not, so, no. Jason, so you're... Let me get this straight. For the next episode, you're reading... Well, the next episode we're recording, and guys, this is... We're actually recording this on a Tuesday night because Jason fucked Fucking up schedule. Tuesday. I didn't fuck up. Brent was unclear. No, you. I was quite he clear. He was to too not busy diddling it. his router antennae. What? <laughs> That's not what I was doing at all. So Jason fucked up scheduling, and way to go. Jason. We are actually recording this on a Tuesday night, and tomorrow night, our normal recording night, we are recording another episode with a special guest that you may recognize from previous episodes. He's hot. They're I mean, hot. He's hot to trot. No. No, it's it's too late. We can't take it back. Good voice. He's hot to trot. Hot to trot. So I forget why that was relevant. Oh yeah. So Jason, are you gonna be ready to shut clams tomorrow night? No, no. Two weeks. Okay. Two. Weeks but I will okay. shuck a fucking clam, and so, I will put it on the internet, and you will be able to watch it, and I will wear a duck mask. Okay. If I cut my Fair. finger off, then I'm off the podcast. <laughs> what? Well, no. Also, not, not gonna, gonna build get away the router. What? So, choose carefully, right. bitches. So, Jason's gonna tell you how he built a router, and he's also going to shut clams in a duck mask and chef's hat for yeah. us. So, so, yeah. Get your clams. Okay. So, help me, you better do that now. I'm looking forward Which to it. Which one? Which one? All of it. Well, the shucking Every, clams. Okay. That was like a loaded statement. You're like, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you better. Okay. Yeah, so he's gonna take video of that, and then for his 15 clams, he's going to talk. He's going to read the WikiHow article, <laughs> apparently, on how to shuck clams with. Do steps. it. Well, maybe the <sighs> maybe the 15 clams will just be the audio from my video. No, that's stupid. Okay. You should because it's not a very auditory thing. It's a visual thing. You're wearing but a I'm duck be mask reading and it a while I'm doing it, you know. No, no, you're wearing a duck mask and a chef's hat while doing it. It's a very okay. visual. I'm thing. I'm not sure if I can afford a router and a chef hat. They're like two bucks. All right. If that. We'll see. You can make we'll one see. out of paper. I also need to buy clams and a shucking knife. <laughs> I don't think you need a specific knife. For I think you do, dude. Shucking. Okay. They make sure the clams you're going to. Oh, my God. I can't do this. I'm a <laughs> number. Step one. Make sure the clams you're going to be shucking are alive. <laughs> There's also the second picture contains a fucking toothbrush. What the fuck? <laughs> you got to scrub them. This is going to be them. weird, dude. Look, ooh, ooh. it would not be the weirdest thing we've had on this on the show. It does literally say that you need moments. a shucking knife, so I'll work on that. You can... All right, fine. Whatever. I feel like you can definitely substitute that with a variety of other knives. Okay. Whatever. All right. Okay. Does okay. anyone have any closing remarks for this episode? You're all great. Peace, love, chocolate, and America. <laughs> Peace, love, chocolate, and America? I can get behind the chocolate and the America. Ah! Fuck peace. That was an eagle okay. swooping in. Uh, whatever. Murka. Uh, okay, so this has been Sysadministrivia. I'm Brent. I'm building a router. And I'm Peyton. Also Kate. <laughs> See ya. Yeah.